before we start today's episode, if you are looking for more inspiration, visit my column on bizcommunity.com where I unpack the burning marketing issues that businesses face today. You can sign up for our FutureFit Masterclasses at booyah.co.za to build connected customer experiences and also check out our other cool services. Last but not least, don't forget to book your tickets to our regular FutureFit networking events aimed at helping you surf the tsunami of change. The events bring fresh perspectives with two to four speakers and thought leaders as we debate, learn, inspire, connect. Tickets always sell fast, so book today. All the links you need appear in the show notes of the episode or on the website. And now, from Solid Gold Studios, here's your host, Carmen Murray. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Carmen Murray Show and yet another episode with the sales guru, Mark Keating, where we are going to unpack probably one of the most complicated topics, which is all about how to negotiate like a pro. So Mark, welcome back. Excited to be back and uh, really looking forward to another awesome show. Yeah, and I mean, you see that it's been going great and we're having a lot of people listening in. So guys, you must go back to the episodes and go and listen through and give us your feedback and if you want to get in touch with mark um you can just look at the bottom of the links um, i mean of the bottom of the show notes and you'll see all the links there okay so i want to set the scene my uncle uh once told me this thing about when you negotiate um you know when they go into big boardrooms sitting with big decision makers in the room there's this mimic thing that happens so if you lean backwards some the, the person will lean backwards with you or whoever's talking to you if you move forward they move forward and their tone matches your tone and like all of this crazy stuff i have tried that but it doesn't work for me um there's also this whole thing about your um price that you give and discounting your price um which is when is the right time to do that if you are planning on giving a discount do you give a discount um when do you give in and negotiate what's the lowest amount it's always a difficult one that um because sometimes people negotiate where they actually don't benefit at all and then the the other thing is is when do you follow up when and when is the soonest the best time to follow up once you've sent a proposal and to start the negotiation process so i think those are the kind of things that is important in the negotiation process would you say absolutely and and exactly what you said at the start it's such a broad topic so let me start with the very first thing and and how direct am i allowed to be on your show very direct fantastic we expect it actually <laughs> so you mentioned to me your uncle and, and that's i say please lower, lower any sensitivity around this mm -hmm. your uncle mentioned or you mentioned your uncle said you know that that they were taught they go into these high level negotiations and it's not just high level. I see some people being taught this at, at mid and SME and individual business. That what I've got to do is it, it's called modeling and mirroring for, for want of a better term. That's the more generic term. You lean back, I lean back. I've got to model and mirror your body language. I've got to model and mirror your tone. If you speak fast, I speak fast, slow, slow, etc. Can I be very direct and tell you it's the biggest load of crap I've ever heard. Thank you. And I'll tell you why I think it's a load of crap. Firstly, because buyers are not stupid. <laughs> that person's watching you and going, what the hell is this person doing over here? A palooka. And, and I think the, the other thing is, if you're going back to the mindset, and this goes back to our previous or some of the previous shows, my mindset is always one thing in sales. 
can I help you to be better off than where you are? And that's the mindset I've got to have on what I've presented. And if I'm negotiation generally only happens once I've presented a solution or an outcome related to a price. Now the negotiation actually starts. So do me a favor, anyone that might be modeling or mirroring or doing some of that NLP, and I'm not trying to diss NLP, I believe that they're merits of excellence. Can you please reduce the, the buzzwords? What do you mean by that NLP? Well, neuro-linguistic programming. Thank you. And, and, um, what, but what I am saying is my role isn't to model, mirror anything else. Can I help them to be better off? And is this going to be the right fit for, for both of us? Um, so let's talk about price. Uh, the negotiation generally starts when someone else says to you, can I have a discount? I'm concerned about the price. Oh, that seems quite expensive. Or one of those general terms. Mm-hmm. The very first step, I believe, is you've got to be confident and believe in the price of what it is that you're offering. And I don't mean just the price, that the value that your customer or client is going to get is far greater than your price, that you stand behind your price. And, you know, in an article I read years ago, I can't remember who exactly said this to me, but if someone asks you what's your price, I mean, if I could ask you right now, uh, what's the time, common? 10 past 3. That's the exact analogy that you've got to be able to give when someone says to you, what's your price? Because negotiation starts even before um, the actual figures are seen somewhere. It starts when someone sees how do you handle when you're asked about your price? What's your belief? And it comes to, uh, well, uh, our our standard price, our our normal price… You're gone because they can see the belief. So exactly the same as I say at the time, how, what's your price? 15,000 Rand. Fantastic. Now someone says, oh, that seems quite expensive. Oh, can I have a discount? Now you get the mindset of people where their palms start to sweat and now they go straight into, um, uh, uh, okay, um, uh, how much, how much you know, can you afford or, or, or how much are you looking for? And now we've gone straight into putting ourselves on their side of the table too mm. fast. And I'm not talking about arrogance, but if I, I passionately believe in the value and the price of what we do as sales guru, for example, there's far more the clients get out of it than the investment that they make. So if you told me your price seems quite expensive or, or let's work on that, your price seems you know, very expensive. Not a problem, Carmen. Can I ask compared to what? Ah. Because I'm wanting to understand if a lot of people are throwing something very generic out there. And let's take another step back and see why is it that people are asking these questions. I believe one of the root causes, everyone wants to get a great deal. Fair enough? Mm, Correct. You work out December or January sales, we love it because we think we're getting such a cheap price. Mm. Everyone wants to feel that they can get a great deal. But if my belief is uh, around the value, I say, Carmen, um, can I ask, uh, compared to what? Many people don't have a point of reference. They're simply asking it for a cheaper price. Unless it pulls out that they say, well, I've looked at a competitor or two competitor quotes and I see that they're 10% cheaper than what you guys are. Now you'd better understand and have a bit of an indication. This comes down to a bit of homework. Negotiation also starts with you understanding your value and where you fit in the marketplace. Common, I, I, I hear you. I just want to get back to what is, before we speak around price and seeing are there any options or alternatives? The whole rationale or or the reason for you looking to utilize us is to achieve that objective of increasing your sales by 250,000 rand a month. Is that correct? Correct. And if we're going on to that, we're talking 12 times 2, we're talking, uh, my math is a little bit slow here, let's just call it 3 million rand a year. Mm -hmm. And the proposal I've got on your desk is 250,000 rand in order to achieve that. Mm. Where is it that you potentially don't believe that we're offering the value in achieving your objectives? Is, mm. is there a concern around value or are you looking for the cheapest price? 
Okay, I see where you're going with that. R- role play with me. You'll compete as a team. Okay. Um, well, all of my friends have been doing training with this other guy, mm-hmm. and he is absolutely amazing. Apparently, since they've been using him, and they only paid like 150000 So um, I'm just comparing it based on my friends and what they've been going through. So that's my opinion. So Carmen, what you've basically explained to me, if I've heard correctly, is your friends are utilizing another training provider. They're having phenomenal results and they're only paying 150,000 rand. Fantastic. I haven't actually even heard of this person. Yeah, would you say so that? <laughs> if it's true. Yeah. Because here's the other thing. Always stick to your integrity. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, I haven't heard of them. And if they're getting fantastic results, maybe I could ask you, why, why is it that you'd be considered or why would you be considering using us because my company says that we have to do three competitive quotes okay so your decision that you're looking for is it for the lowest price or ensuring that your objectives are achieved what's kind of the the, the scope around it both okay so what price did you have in mind or from a budget perspective to actually do this training because when we last spoke because you followed the last yeah, show correct. i would have got a budget amount on which to work my correct. proposal around yes how has that changed since we last spoke well i've, I've just found out that there's another guy for one hundred and fifty thousand rand. listeners here's a huge point and you mentioned this right at the start of the show you've got to know where your margin or what level of discount if you can if anything is at what level you can actually discuss mm. or negotiate around. Mm. So if I'm in a sales role, maybe I've got leeway for 5%. Maybe it's 10 Maybe it's nothing. Um, if it's my business, maybe I've got a little bit more. But you've got to have that actual stop order almost or that step that I say that that's the maximum that I can do. And you've got to be prepared to now look at it. But I'm first wanting to understand why is it that you're asking me for a discount? Mm. At times, there might be a genuine reason whereby I've actually got two quotes. I don't see a massive difference on the product or what it is that's being provided. It's much of a muchness. And sometimes it might be. So to talk around, well, our great service now, everyone else has said the same thing. What it is that I might say to you, if I'm allowed, common, I hear what you're talking around 150,000. We're coming in at 250. The max that I would have authority or that we're able to do because we generally don't discount hmm. is to get this down to 210,000. Before I go any further, is that something you'd be open to looking at or is that a deal breaker? It's a deal breaker. Well, I just want to say thank you so much for the opportunity <laughs> to have at least have met with you, but I don't believe that we're going to be the right fit in order to achieve your objectives. If budget is the number one concern around going ahead with us, we're not going to be the right fit for you. I love company. that you've done that because so many times we, we almost prostitute ourselves that's a big word. It's a big word. <laughs> but I mean, we almost prostitute ourselves in terms of going so low where it makes no business sense, purely because you want to land a client because of the brand they represent, etc. Here's, here's another challenge um, that I've, I've noticed, in, especially dealing with large enterprises, is they have a vending process and yep. they have no decision it gets done by the vending company. Mm-hmm. So then they collect all the quotes and then they call other companies and they get all of the quotes together and then they make the decision and then they come back to whichever team um, you're talking to, sales team, um, to say that they've made the decision. There's nothing we wanted you guys, but they've made the decision. So how do you handle those things? 100%. So I'm going to go about this in a slightly different route. I want to go back and if, if you haven't heard the last uh, show, around the steps and and the right types of questions to ask. 
if you've done effective questioning, you wouldn't be sitting with as much of an issue now as the people that haven't done any questioning, vomited at that first meeting, done a generic proposal, and now here's where you sit with a problem. Because one of my questions would have been, Carmen, when making a decision on which provider to utilize, what are the top three things that will be most mm. important? And generally price would come amongst those questions. What do you mean by price? Is there a budget allocated? If you find that out, you remove most of this concern here at this stage. But it can still come up. Mark, we're really interested in dealing with you guys, but at the moment you guys are coming in 30% more expensive than other companies that we found. And if I get back to your question, if I'm only part of a vendor or, or, or relationship that I'm, I'm replying to a, a request for proposal or a request for quote, you are going to sit with a major price issue. Mm-hmm. And it comes on to something where people have said, you know, I forget the stats. It's, it's, it's a crap stat. You know, 58% of buyers are already in the buying process. Yes, but you need to be involved with those guys from point zero. So at least you've been part of them putting together the actual RFP or RFQ. Mm. So how do you how do you avoid that? That when, if all you've done is, is, is put in an application for the business or proposal or event, you can't. Mm. Because a lot it's like taking somebody out for for that first date you don't look like a cheap ass so you don't buy the cheapest bottle of wine you're going i'm not going to buy the most expensive so we go for the middle and too often that also happens when people are purely looking at pieces of paper you as the salesperson or your role in that engagement is the biggest differentiator around the price and if all you is a all you're able to give is a piece of paper you're dead Mm. so i wanted to just quickly get back to the, the question that you asked around the price now if I know and I've discussed with you and I understand that actually we're in a position whereby I've got a discount by 20%, there is no leeway, I can't find something else. Too often what happens is the salesperson's desperate for that business, mm. especially towards the end of the month, right? Yeah, because there's targets. <laughs> and they go ahead and they sign and a lot of times they're having to cut their commission. But the big thing, at, especially for small business owners listening, every percent of discount you give is net profit it kills your business Mm. if i have to and it's within my margin here's simply what i would say to you common we don't generally ever discount but i'm very very keen to help and what i'm prepared to do is i'm going to give up the majority of what i would earn on this deal because i see us actually having a longer term relationship around this that's what i'm prepared to i'll give up most of what i would actually earn out of this deal Hopefully I'm making you feel bad, but maybe not. <laughs> but I wouldn't say. I'm going to give up what I... But it's true. Uh, but correct. But I'm going to give up what I would earn on this deal. But could I ask in return just for two things? Mm. One, would you be able to make payment upon sign-off? Ah. And the second thing is, in giving up what I'd earn, provided I'm able to achieve your objectives when we come and implement the solution or provide whatever it is, I'd ask that you can introduce me to three people in your network that you know have similar interests around what I do, that at least I could have a conversation with them. Are you open to those two things? Yes. If I'm going to give, I need to get something back in return. And here's the majority of negotiation. Mm. It's one-sided. They ask and you give. Now, I'm not being rude. I'm asking payments in advance is a massive thing for a lot of businesses, especially small businesses. Yeah. And the second thing is, if I'm going to give something, your fastest form of actually um, expanding your sales opportunities is getting your customers to introduce you to other people in that network. Yeah, I totally agree. I have to, I have to say, though, I have tried that before, and then afterwards they, they don't. So you've done a great job. You've done everything. And they say, yes, we're going to get to it. Yes, 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 I'm going to introduce you. But then you've been so good to them um, that they don't really want to let their little firecracker out of the door. So how, how, how do you handle that? 
Jeez, I, I, I personally haven't had, and it's not arrogance, please, I haven't had a lot of issue around. I think the biggest issue, and we're going slightly into a different topic now around referrals introductions, is that people generally just don't ask. The number one thing, if I got back to that negotiation, is mm -hmm. I'm wanting, and you've got to work out from your business, if you are going to give something, what is it that's going to make sense for you to get in return that makes enough value? Payment in advance, a massive thing or, or upon sign-off. And the second thing, would you be um, open to introducing me to three other people in your network? That really would allow me to potentially make okay. up some of what I've given up today and everything I'd get. Now, you feeling good. Uh, yes, I would. Fantastic. So I can tell you. Uh, so let's go ahead. So make sense to me. I can do that. Can we go ahead and do the deal? Not yes, yes. Fantastic. Carmen, just before we uh, say if I can hand this across, let's get this signed. Who are the three people then that you would look to introduce me to in your network? Oh, you would really ask them that? I have no problem with that. Okay. All right. What's the worst thing they can say? That, uh, especially part of negotiation, they've now committed to it. Okay. It's a different topic if you're going to ask me how do I get referrals and introductions. And there's a great framework around that too. But I'm going to ask you. But I'm going to ask you with Brilliant. a smile. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you on an air. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I, 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 I. But, 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 but if I, I add just a few other things, I, I think and it, it's a short space to talk around a big topic. Negotiation. Firstly, stand behind your price and your value because if you're not, you're going to buckle very, very fast. And if you're unsure, here's the biggest thing around value. What is the outcome? What is the end result in regards to what your product does or service provides, how your customers better off? What does it do for them against the value? And why would they be using you against competition? So you stand behind that. If it comes down and get your price through prior to presentation that you've got an indication around price and thinking around that, that you're the fit. Don't go and do all hard work and it ends up they want 50% off. Waste of time. Mm. Other thing understand that you will get three types of buyers and I'm generalizing very quick. Those that will always buy based on brand association that don't mind paying a higher price, etc. Yeah. Those that are the cheap asses that only want the cheapest price and they'll also leave you on price. And that's not necessarily the best fit for your business. And those that want to determine value against price, that through your discussion and the better engagement on questionings on the last show, the better that they see value and prepare to pay a slightly higher price. So your types of buyers. Then when I'm standing in, know in regards to what, what margin, if anything, have you got as leeway to actually discount to and know where you stand that you don't buckle or go beyond that. If it comes through a discussion, your objective is if price is raised, understand why is it that they are saying mm. they want a discount, you're too expensive, etc. Don't be shy to engage and get to the bottom of that, actual, of that actual discussion as to what the issue might be. And through the discussion then, if you decide that it's not a fit, be prepared to walk away. And if it is a fit, be prepared if you're going to give something to get something in return. 100%. So am I right in saying when you mentioned the three types of buyers in your diagnosis process that this would be under that, what we discussed before, under the budget section? So when you start asking questions about uh, money, etc., because you need to understand what type of buyer they are, because if you understand what type of buyer you are, you know exactly what you're dealing with and you can almost take those rebuttals out of the way. Absolutely. And I, I think we, we get back to that. The question around, and not everyone is prepared to give you budget. That's a big thing. Mm. So if, if I'm chatting around sales training, the bad question is, uh, you know, common, uh, uh, what budget have you got for this? Uh, nothing at the moment. You must let me know what the price is. Oh, I know. I hate those. Common, um, could I ask, <laughs> has any budget been allocated towards this type of training? No. Not a problem. Now, Carmen, I have a range of options 
that I'm able to put together to ensure that I'm going to work on the best suited option for yourself against everything we've discussed. Mm. What is the kind of price range that you'd like me to work around? Let's say 50. I've got to figure out of you. Do, do, do you understand okay. the difference of that? But if I don't do this and your thinking is around 50 and I come back and my proposal's for 200, we've got a big disconnect. So that's where you eliminate that? Correct. And then I've oh, got to ensure, okay. it depends again, if I have a product that's a lot simpler than if it's a service for me to work out where my where my cost is going to fit into. Does, does that make sense? It so if makes it's 50, totally sense. No point for me to sense, put together right? the Maserati version when actually you're after potentially, you know, the Toyota yeah. version. I'm not yeah. saying anything bad about Toyota, but I've got to work the right fit for, for budget as well. And knowing your three types of buyers is important. And I wanted to add just one very last thing. A huge thing is when you get into negotiation, you're wanting to get to an end result, not a maybe. I want to get a clear yes or a clear no. Mm. But leaving stuff uh, stuff up in the air is not going to get you absolutely anywhere. So if I'm asking you and we get to a thing that we're talking around a potential discount and I'm able to get what I'd like back in return, I'm wanting to ask, Carmen, this makes sense then for me to move ahead. How do you feel? And I know we're going to lead into the closing now, but that's your opportunity to get the deal done. People don't negotiate just because I woke up and thought, well, let's negotiate. We're looking to move forward or move out. Gotcha. Last question before we, we sign out. Um, Follow-up is how many days after you've, you've sent the proposal um, to open up the negotiation? Well, I, I, I think that that's, that's quite an interesting question. So, so let me be direct on that as well. <laughs> if you're going back to that previous show, um, one of the end results that I get to make sense, so it's always having clear next steps. You never leave any meeting without a clear defined next step. The next step is either after our initial meeting that I've diagnosed and understood. Does it make sense for us to meet again and for me to propose to you? Yes, yes. brilliant. Um, so you mentioned to me that we can get together next week, Wednesday, and do the presentation. I'm sending you a calendar invite. I'm getting in your diary and I would know would you be making a decision then or you're chatting to your partners chatting cool at that meeting you now tell me that uh, Mark I'll have a decision by next week Thursday oh okay uh, I'll follow up with you and I'll, I'll give you a ring and then you phone they don't take your it's absolute waste of time Carmen fantastic I really look forward to getting your feedback what time next Thursday could I give you a ring what time would work for you for five minutes Eight o'clock. Brilliant. I'm sending you a calendar invite for eight o'clock in your in your diary. Um, feedback on Carmen's go ahead or not. And then okay. when I'm phoning you, Carmen, uh, great to chat with you this morning. Um, as we discussed last Wednesday, the objective is I can give you a ring, get your feedback. If I'm really excited to see if we can go ahead or not, where are things standing? Okay. But following up for the sake of following up to follow, and I don't follow up after negotiation. I wouldn't answer in the negotiation. Okay, I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay, so well, that that's great advice, Mark. Thank you so much. I think everybody's getting very psyched. If you want to learn more about where you can go for these training sessions, I think I need to go for one as well. I think I need to refresh my my skills. Just look at the bottom of um, the show notes. You'll find all the links there. I hope this has helped you guys that you can negotiate better and convert more deals. Anyway, stay sales fit. See you next time. To our amazing audiences around the world, thank you so much for your ongoing support. Please take a moment to review and rate your favorite episodes, which will help others find us. You mean the world to me, and I thank you for being part of my journey to get people future fit. Bye-bye. 
You've been listening to The Carmen Murray Show, another solid gold podcast. For show notes and more episodes, visit solidgoldstudios.co.za slash Carmen Murray. Oh, 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 oh